Hey, have you heard the Virginia Lottery has a new Willy Wonka Golden Ticket Scratcher that has a top prize of $100,000? Tell that to my automated Golden Ticket Scratcher apparatus. You simply put the ticket in here, and the machine scratches it for you. And while we wait, we can play the Willy Wonka Golden Ticket online game with a top prize of $1 million. Just visit VALottery.com or use the lottery app. That's one impressive scratcher apparatus. Use it whenever. What's mine is yours. But hands off the scratcher. That Willy Wonka Golden Ticket is all mine. Packages by Expedia. You were made to be rechargeable. We were made to package flights, hotels, and hammocks for less. Expedia. Made to travel. The Brighter Side is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to audibletrial.com slash brighter side for your free trial. side. Woo, woo, woo. We're talking about la, 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 Ooh, give me that pussy wet and that dick hard. Yeah, give me the fucking, fucking stick them together. Fucking make them cream. Yeah, I want it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're my favorite. <laughs> and we are joined with our... We've got uh, Mary Houlihan, as always, doing the cans. Not Houlihan. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I'm such an idiot. I was just hanging out with Mary Houlihan. Oh, that's all right. Mary Galley. I'm such a fucking no, bitch. No, no. That's oh. a good Mary to be confused with. <laughs> I'm like, Mary Houlihan's not a bitch, and oh, he's, he's not terrible. Yeah, so she's thanks for Mary the hooligan. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the man. Hooligan. Yeah. There we, we go. Caitlin Bailey over here. Hello. I said your name right. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Whenever it comes time to say names, there's like a small panic that- Yes. My heart is like, you're going to fuck it up, aren't yes. you? Especially when it's introduction time. Yes. Do you ever know somebody for like a long enough time and then you're like, now I can't ask your name again? Yeah, it's my yeah, nightmare. Oh, yeah. yeah, all the time. Yeah. Oh. I try um, I try to do the thing where I just pretend to be too high to like make proper introductions and then yeah. we'll like steal someone and bring them over to the conversation and just make it their responsibility. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That sounds great. Yeah. I usually just whisper to someone I trust. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of secret whiskers, uh, oh, Caitlin used to be uh, an escort. Yes, that is that is correct. What's the difference between an escort and a prostitute? About a thousand dollars. I wish it was that much. No, the I mean, like there's there's a hierarchy in in sex work, like there is with anything else. So I would mm-hmm. say that it's like the difference between a street walker. Uh, it, like, it, the the definitions like shift and mold. There's not like a hardcore thing, but I would say like, the major difference between a street walker and an escort is that a street walker pays, uh, is paid by the act and the uh, escort is paid for her time. Oh. So it's like, a, it's different, you know, so I'm, I'm negotiating for hours of my time as opposed to negotiating for like specific sexual acts. But specific sexual acts are included within that hour and I did charge a premium for what I called like extra sexual acts. Oh, so you're yeah. like, so some dude's like spend an hour with me and you're yes. like, that'll be $500. So yeah, it's like sure. the difference between being an hourly worker and being freelance. Yeah, exactly. Mm, interesting. Just like that, yeah. Okay. 
Um, that's. I don't think the government should make uh, prostitution legal, although I do love prostitutes. I think it's great. Sure. But once the government gets involved, now they take a bit of your cut. Yeah, I will I will say that like um, I, I do pay taxes uh, uh-huh. as, a, as an escort, and I recommend that other sex workers do too because it's the easiest way to like get caught. Mm. Um, but I will also say that uh, like looking at the Nevada model in particular is a real it, legalization can be a problem. Yeah. So like in Nevada, they outlawed freelance sex working, so you have to work within the structure of a brothel, um, which means that you have to give the house 50% of your cut and Fuck. abide by the house's rules, whatever they are. Um, it's like, you know, being an employee, except that you're technically freelance because uh-huh. stuff. And then uh, you have to register. So you become kind of a second class citizen and that your health, uh, your medical records are publicly available in a way that no other private citizens are. And as because you're publicly registered as a sex worker, this frequently comes up in like custody battles mm. or like other kinds of things where the stigma of sex work ends up turning these uh, mostly women into second class citizens. That's bad. Because yeah. I think if a woman does sex work, great for her. She's doing a public service. A. Yeah. It's like, um, it's it's really funny. Me and my, me and my dad had a sort of come to Jesus moment. Um, Recently, because I'm I do this one woman show and I'm out very publicly as a as a sex worker mm-hmm. and my dad was a soldier mm. and so we both have sort of brushed up against like the moral edges of the society that we live in and I'm like I just don't feel like I caused a lot of harm like making dudes come like that's just yeah. it just made them it made them so happy and then <laughs> they they were happy for the rest of the day and they made other people happy and it's just like a wall of happiness yeah one of jesus's buds was a prostitute totally mary magdalene yeah that's bitch that's great who is your uh did you ever like fall in love with a client uh fall in love no feel a connection in the way that like you know my mom's an interior designer and she has her favorite clients and her least favorite clients and so it, it's kind of like that same mm-hmm. thing waiting tables like there are tables i like and there are tables i don't like and i don't want to have drinks with any of them after after my shift yeah interesting now what is something what uh someone that you like and someone that you doesn't like like what's the difference there um i think that for me it was the ability to hear me when i talk um mm-hmm. it's the same thing that like triggers me in bars or whatever if it's like some guy buys me a drink and then monologues at me for eight minutes like mm. i hate him yeah uh with the power of a thousand suns <laughs> um the yeah it's just a general like clicky like some whether like it clicks like do you click with someone it's mm. that it's that simple but the my big pet peeve um as an escort was like okay sure i mean it, it made my job easier because they're just like it's like being in an improv scene where somebody who's like, you are blonde and you do this for a living and you do that. You're like, okay, cool. There's my character. Awesome. That's great. But like, all right, great. Yeah, I'm still a person here. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Interesting. But, but that, I mean, but within the context of sex work, that kind of stuff doesn't bother me as much as it bothers me in my civilian life. I feel especially sensitive to it and like attuned to it because of my experience with sex work is I, I spent a lot of intimate time with dudes that thought of me that way and spoke to me that way. So when I'm just like out in the world and a guy is talking to me as though I am a an accessory in his life, I'm like, you're gonna have to pay me hundreds of dollars for me to even begin to pretend that I'm okay with this. Yeah, good for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they would, you know, shell out $500. Yeah, why not? To be vaguely pleasant. <laughs> That's my price for the politeness that everyone else just gives away for free. 
Nice. Can you sometimes look at a man or a woman and see what they would, you instinctually know what they would want sexually? It's not so much as knowing what they would want sexually. I think it, you, as a sex worker, you develop a similar skill that comics develop and that seeing the thing they're trying to hide. Mm. So, like, I, 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 again, I started sex work when I was in high school. Wow. So I was a, I was a high school student surrounded by adults that had power over me. Were you 18? I, sure. Uh, I was I was 17, but like barely. It's yeah. not like it's not like on my 18th birthday, my prefrontal cortex magically finished developing overnight. Like there's a, a month gap, and it wasn't a big yeah. deal. Um, I didn't think of myself as a child prostitute, mm-hmm. and I didn't look like a child prostitute, which I think is important when talking about like my clients as not pedophiles. Like I yeah. looked mostly like this yeah that is pretty gross like i like porn i like dudes sure. whatever but when a dudes are like i want a girl that looks really young i'm yeah. like that's so fucking nasty even if she's 30 it's Ugh. like yeah and like when they want them all shaved i'm like you want a little girl yeah you want a little baby i was shaved totally for years of my life and then i think around 26 to 28 i started growing it out mm-hmm. i felt like a woman we, i had opinions we I, absolutely fetishize like innocence childness this whole idea of like the fewer dicks that you've been exposed to as a woman the more valuable the property of your vagina is like all of that is grounded in this fetishization of like childlike innocence uh youth one of the takeaway messages from my my one woman show which got into fringe and and united solo tickets are available now um is uh we cannot protect our girls from the experiences that make them whole people i think that so much of misogyny especially like benevolent sexism is grounded in this idea is that if we just if we just protect our women and girls from certain experiences they won't become tainted they won't become damaged they won't become whatever and really we prevent them from making the big self-discovery moments about themselves to become whole people so Mm -hmm. yeah couldn't agree with you more cool i forgot what i was talking about i forget too uh oh yeah age so anyway so as a as a high school student surrounded by adults working as an escort where i had power in the room it became really interesting i looked at my like vice principal and math teacher and the other uh, like police officer the other adults in my life that had a lot of power and i was like no you're just a just a dude bro like yeah i know a lot about dudes (laughs) dudes <laughs> interesting yeah what do you think i'm trying to hide what do you think I? oh want? no it's bad i'm bad at it with with women oh actually. really yeah it's a and i i misinterpret social cues from women all the time it's a oh. weird it's a weird thing yeah like i was on yeah and so it's it gets it gets weird interesting yeah i guess because you are a woman yeah Okay. So like I want to I want to talk about everything. So like for for you, I mean like I I love your work and love hanging out with you and admire you, but with I'm more easily intimidated by women, so I spend way more time around women, especially women like you who I like <sighs> admire and think that you're fucking great, trying to figure out whether you like me and instead of focusing on on you, which is like not a great strategy. Whereas with men, I'm like I fucking see you and I don't care like here are my tits great i'm smart anyway like it's so i i I don't know it it feels less sticky interesting well we love you i feel like women also um misdirect and deceive in ways that men don't things Mm, that they don't want people to know about them yeah like i was having a discussion the other day i find it very interesting that people categorize uh women who do sex work or women who are uh by 
our shitty cultural standards promiscuous sure, sure, or sure. behave in any number of ways as having daddy issues. And I was yeah, like, right, right. every person I ever met who had daddy issues, like legit ones, uh, never wanted to talk to men. Yeah. But they never characterize those girls as having daddy issues. I, so I find it interesting that men in particular, but I think our culture in general, have a very difficult time of yes. like understanding how women actually present yeah. in the face of actual things that happen to I them. feel like so much about like the way that men talk about women and sexuality um, and damage and all of that stuff is this big game of projection. Like you talk about women with daddy issues. We have an epidemic of dudes with daddy issues mm-hmm. because of the like toxic masculinity and this idea that men can't show affection and like all of this stuff that like gets wrapped up in there and, and you know the divorce rate and all of the other stuff that affects men and women generally. But like men have daddy issues yeah, generally and- across the board. And I feel like Bonnie McFarland mm-hmm. uh, said recently that she thinks that like strippers have daddy issues and female comedians have mommy issues. I know that I have mommy issues. I have mommy issues. Yeah. And the, like the thing that drove me to sex work was definitely wanting to carve out my own autonomy and like separate myself from her and her ideas of like what I should be. So like that was the original rebellion. Like me and my dad have always had a complicated but great solid relationship that is grounded in mutual respect and really seeing each other and like my father and I have always been on the same team no matter what interesting yeah that's fantastic whereas I've never for a second thought that my mom was on my team she thinks she's on my team she's trying her best to be on my team but she can't see my team and she doesn't understand the rules of the game I'm playing yeah my mom's never been on my team at all she even says I don't like other women and I'm like, Ooh. thanks, mom. Thanks for instilling Validating. that. That's bad. I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all real. I know. And I was like, mom, but women are great. And she's like, I don't like them. I don't want to hang out with them. And it's basically because she has to share attention and cannot yeah. stand it. <clears throat> That's why I left home at 17. Yeah. Um, I bartended next to a steel mill and I met this older man and he was like, um, come stay with me and yeah. be my wife and have my kids. He was like in his thirties. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, and you were like, good deal. Cause you're not mom. <laughs> <laughs> I could have. Sometimes I think about that. Well, in my thirties, I've, I've been thinking about it. Like yeah. looking at my life in my twenties, I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here and go. But anyway, sex work. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. They like him young. Yeah. They like him young. Um, I think they like them more. It, it, again, it's like the pliability is probably too, creepy a word but I think that like young women young people like we're just we're eager to please and we don't really know what's up we don't want to like rock the boat too much and so you know if some guy starts condescending to you at a bar like even unpaid like 22 year old me is like well I guess this is just what's happening next yeah do you and, like, also think it's the nature of sexuality is that we yeah, like because it's kind of I mean, I wouldn't be able to speak from your experiences, mm-hmm. but in my experiences in terms of like the pornography yeah. that is uh, most popular, it's super young or MILF. Yeah. yeah Do you yeah, think yeah. part of that is just I a nature of sexuality? Horror. Yeah. It's that. And also like you want to be able to instantly like place who the character mm-hmm. is that you're projecting this fantasy. On. Yes. And we've divided women into mothers and young sluts. I think yeah. is that the, is those are the two categories. That's the thing. Who's been your grossest client? Like somebody with like back seizures and fucking no. krill on their dick. Sure. So I had one. <laughs> so there were there were two clients in the course of the 18 months that I worked that I opted to not see again. And so I felt like during the session, it was my responsibility. You know how comics feel like they got to fill the time no matter what? Yeah. Like that kind of thing. I felt like 
it was my responsibility to do the hour and make it as pleasant as possible. But when those clients reached out to book another appointment with me, I was never available again. So one guy, it was just, uh, it was a personal hygiene problem mixed with this like a dash of crazy that was really not to my taste. Like he was fine. He was like polite and all of those things. But you know how you just... Like you, can you can see it. You can see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just knew that we didn't share like a reality. Like there was no, that we were not negotiating from a common bond of like, this is what's real and this is what's happening. Yeah, and so, would, if yes. he tied you up, he'd probably put a blowtorch to you or something. The, the only reason I don't want to yes and you on that is mm. I really, I never felt physically threatened by a client ever. Oh. The only time I ever felt physically threatened by a man was my ex-fiance. And that was a dude that I knew very well who loved me very much. None of my clients ever, ever, ever physically threatened me that really? has been yes so I, I just i just want to say because i know that that's a common thing of like yeah. prostitutes and violence but like it's not that wasn't my experience this guy was just like it, it would be more the kind of situation where like he would talk for half an hour about his toenails oh, and then we would like get undressed and do the session and then 30 minutes later i would think the appointment was up and then he thought the appointment started when the naked time started and I'm like no listening to your toenails was like way more painful than like you touching my tits like that's definitely paid time that sounds horrible right so it's like that kind of crazy not yeah. like blowtorch or hit me yeah, in the yeah, eye crazy yeah. yeah it sounds like uh, streetwalker ladies they they yeah, get paid yes. by the act but um uh, escorts you really have to like talk to them yeah, and develop yeah, yeah. a relationship with the them the screening process i think also really lends itself to that like really? i have to you know i have you have to write me an email polite enough to warrant a response mm-hmm. um i ask for information i want to know where you work i want to know industry references other women that you've seen and not like robbed or killed or annoyed to yeah. death um and then when you walk through the door i ask for your id so it's like this it really does a step and a lot of that is power stuff like they know that i know who they are and presu- if there's been all of that presumably there's someone that knows where i am and when to hear back from me and like all kinds of information that's so a lot of power that's it's a lot of power you sound like well, like you know what you're doing well the the in the i was really lucky to come up in a time in Raleigh, North Carolina, where there were these forums available. So, like, I didn't, I didn't come up with that system. I'm not like a genius. I went to the escorting message board and read the FAQs and like reached out to other women and asked them for advice. And they were all very, very supportive. So it's like when you take these messaging boards away from women, when they like shut down the. Mm-hmm the blah 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 on Craigslist or they take back page something away or you take these gathering spaces away from women that's when we can't communicate with each other anymore and that's our safety net that's dangerous because yeah. you want to be like I visited this guy and, and he, had he was a touch weird of crazy he's exactly. kind of weird don't exactly. see him yeah so like I went I I went I didn't blacklist him because he didn't do anything like, so those are two clients I refused to see wait, wait, I should probably get to the other guy mm. so the other guy that I refused to see was um an overweight trucker uh who was a clearly a sex addict so like all of his income was spent on escorting stuff and he would he would book these really long sessions and there was definitely the thing of like not hearing me but he would i there it was just something about the the fantasy like he wanted to take me to a sex party but like have me pretend that we were like really dating and there was just something about, and I mean, I, I do that kind of work now with 
like sugaring and, and other stuff but it's I don't know something about it at the time I was just like I don't want to do this and I don't have to do this and so yeah. I have the freedom of not doing this again because it's not fun yeah and so you said sugaring that's where like a man sort of takes Pays you, you by the month yeah whoa that sounds awesome oh yeah it's fantastic <laughs> beats the hell out of waiting tables oh my god so what do you how do you how do you do that what do you do you it's um it, it, it's it's individual it's like how do you do relationships it's like yeah. it depends on the two people doing it wow but, where'd you find your guy you just went to a wall street bar and was like hey buddy yeah it's uh yeah, you you have conversations, and men of means recognize uh, women who are struggling to do their art, and that is a very very old relationship. Yeah, the patron artist thing. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh my! And so you like, uh, but but if if Avila have like, have a show, yeah. he's like, no, I want my dick sucked right now. Do you no. have to like cancel the show for his dick sack? No, those those boundaries are set early on. Oh, so okay. I I mean I told him what I tell a lot of people in my life, including the guys that I try to date in like a more authentic relationship, is mm -hmm. like there's no such thing as more than one number one priority. Oh, I yeah. came here to do comedy, but I but I would explain that to restaurants too, and then they would fire me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So what yeah. is, is this guy attractive, or is he just older and wants to get? He's his rocks I mean out? he's he's older. I would I would say that like if you took a picture of him, there was like attractive isn't one of the like synonym or not synonyms. It was not one of the adjectives. Adjectives. Yeah. There you go. I'm like yeah. I forgot words. <laughs> it's not one of the adjectives that you would use, but I genuinely enjoy spending time with him. Oh good. Yeah, we've like we've gotten to know each other. I really respect what he does. I like talking to him. I like sharing our experiences and I like the way he touches me. Like I I like it's wow. Yeah, but I don't you know, it's not like I'd spot him from across the room and be like that guy. Wow. So he just like kind of sniffed you out? Mhm. Mm that sounds fucking great. <laughs> Do you ever, but does he ever like, uh, has a guy ever like put it in your butt? And you're like, don't put it in there. Yeah. Um, nobody has ever uh, anally raped me professionally. That has been a purely hookup culture phenomenon of like, I said no. Yeah. Um, I guess because the dudes that are paying, they're more like. The boundaries are more clear. Yeah. They're absolutely, like, I'm uh, the professional in the room. We talk about this stuff. It's like, that was the, so anyway, so I, I just want to, I, I hate no. to jump back and forth, but yeah. those two guys I refuse to see because of, like, personal preference like, I don't, my whole body is telling me that I don't like this, so I'm not going to do it again yeah. thing. And then there were a couple of clients that I blacklisted for misbehavior. Whoa. One of them was, uh, I, I, it was my hotel room. I had paid for it. I, so I was seeing multiple clients that day. And this guy showed up at his appointed time. And uh, I had seen him before, so I didn't have to check his ID or anything. And he walked over to my clock and unplugged it. <gasps> Did you know? Yeah. He unplugged my clock, and, and I, he was like, I don't want you to be a clock watcher. And I was like, okay, don't rearrange things in my room. We did the session, and it was about exactly an hour, because I know what the fuck I'm doing. It's like someone telling you to do 10 minutes and then not lighting you. Yeah. Um, And it just, I, yeah, that, that little thing, like, it just upset me, because it was this, like, I'm, it was, it was an I'm in charge thing. And, and I was like, you're not in charge. No. I'm in charge. So I just, I never saw him again. Fuck that I bla guy. I blacklisted him. So I just, I, I posted on the message board that was only accessible to women that this is a thing that he did. And if you're willing to tolerate those kind of shenanigans, then be my guest. But he had a real hard time booking um, other escorts after that. Whoa. Mm-hmm. 
Damn. And then I had one guy who uh, would book appointments and then come up with some emotionally manipulative way to like get the location information out of me early or he would like be on his way and then need to reschedule for like a later time or something. So he'd have my, the hotel and room number hours before my, like his appointment. And I found him lurking in my hallway. He was not showing up for his appointments. So he was not paying me for my time. He was listening to other sessions that I was having. No. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was a real easy fix. He was like the clock watcher guy. That's, a woman being like, I can deal with that. Yeah. Those kind of boundaries. This guy was absolutely excommunicated from the Whoa. from the whole. Because he was just jerking it. That's mm-hmm. a free session. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Exactly. Fuck how that much, guy. How much do you charge usually? Uh, back when I was working, so in uh, 2004, 2005, it was $400 an hour. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. In high school, I didn't have any expenses. I thought I'd fuck you money. Oh my god! So yeah, because you started around seventeen. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Did you, so have you ever worked for an agency, or is it you've been solo? Um, I I worked for an agency for a little bit because my the screening process and my like volume got a little bit crazy because I was like I was in high school on the debate team and like a theater kid and like yeah. being in high school and so like my phone was ringing off the hook, and so I worked for an agency for a couple of months. It was a female owned agency with a woman that used to work, which I preferred because she knows. It's like working for someone who used to be a comic. Like, yeah. it's like they get the thing. And so uh, I adored her. I, I maintained some of my own regular clients. And every session that she booked for me, I paid her 50 bucks. Interesting. So it was like, and she did the screening and the schedule, all the annoying shit. Like the thing that freelancers always hate. Like the getting the job and negotiating the job and like f- scheduling the thing and dealing with the, like I... I loved outsourcing that. That's great. Now, if you were ever to, if someone were to ever work for a company and then work freelance and mm-hmm. then keep some clients, because I would imagine you want to have re- mm-hmm. like repeat customers, would do they call that poaching or something? Yeah, it's frowned on in the same way that like if you book a gig through an agent and then that booker gets your personal contact information mm. and then reaches out, it's like not there aren't these really hard and fast rules because you're dealing with people who have relationships with other people. So like this woman was a woman in her fifties who had been working in the sex industry in some form or fashion for 30 years, has seen it all, liked me, knew me. We, we got along. She understood that a lot of the things, like, I think I, I had a couple of faux pas where she was just like, Oh, you're not trying to fuck me. You just, don't know what you're doing <laughs> and so like there were a couple of those kind of moments where she was like girl we got to sit down and talk about talk about boundaries but it wasn't it wasn't like breaking bad it's not like if you poach a client you're gonna wake up with like cat feces all over your ground make a statement like that's not yeah those were not the stakes interesting it's like what would happen if my mom's interior designer friend like poached one of her clients it's like what do you do you just have a sit down talk well it depends yeah, yeah, yeah. it just absolutely depends on like how how much of a friend they are, how much you value that relationship, what kind of client it was, circumstances. Like, it's just, you know, it's too individual to talk about hard and fast rules, in my experience, but I don't know. Oh. Just fuck everybody. We're not fuck done. everyone. Oh, we're going to be on a separate segment. Oh, sorry. 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 Ah. I thought I was late. I it was no, late. no, 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 no. Hi, uh, we have Maria Heineck coming in for another segment. And she's adorable. Happy birthday. Happy yeah. birthday. Happy birthday. Thank oh. you. Um, so let's... Uh, 
you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do it all in this one second. Yeah, why Who not? cares? Do you guys do you mind sitting around? I would Maria love to. Hynings here. So uh, yeah, w- uh, we're doing the seven deadly sins. This episode's on lust. Perfect. But we haven't really talked about lust. Well, yeah, we're just because we're talking yeah. about Caitlin's uh, sex industry no, work. We're talking about that's business. That's yeah, not that's lust business. At all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it yeah. is for them. It is for the schmucks. I never let a client finger me on the bathroom floor of a restaurant I worked at. You never? Oh no. That means you let somebody else do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was lust. That's, oh that's what God. lust looks like. No negotiation about it. Have you ever had a guy that was just so fucking hot? You were just like, you know what? You don't. I mean, you took the money, but you're like, I would just fuck you. There were, yeah, there were definitely a couple of guys, but what they're what they're paying for there is not the act of sex. Uh-huh. It's they're they're paying for the boundaries that they established. Oh. They don't want me. Call like there's no and then the same thing with the sugaring relationship. It's uh-huh. like they're paying me to just be happy, like just be just be happy. Like I don't don't bring me your stuff, your stuff. Because I'm sure the women they date are very waspy and they don't like to eat a well, lot. And well, they very, just don't have to go into any of the like. They don't, they don't have to do any emotional work. You don't. Yeah. yeah, they don't do any emotional work, and you have to be the exact Barbie doll that they paid for. Yes. Emotionally, physically, everything. Like you're just yeah. there, there for their service. It's not yeah. a symbiosis of you share and then I share because we like each other and this is a real thing. Right, which is weird because I also feel like a lot of like wealthy guys think that they can have that kind of relationship just because they're the breadwinner in the relationship. They're like, I bring the money, I bring the money, and you shut the hell up. Yeah, it's yeah. What mm-hmm. they find out though is that, like all things. Everything depreciates. That's great. <laughs> and people eventually complain. Eventually. That's what we do. I once blew a guy for a bus ticket. Is that oh good? God, that's Boom. amazing. That there counts. We go. Yeah, that counts. Yeah. All right. That's sex work. That was in Seattle. That was a whole horrible thing. It's Seattle. not, not I'm from currency. Seattle. Wait, what happened? How did it come up? Do you want to tell us? Oh, I, I met a guy at the fish market. He was selling cat pens. I love that you were a pike place. Sure. Cat pens. Okay, yeah. go on. And um, he brought. I, I was looking at some flowers, and he brought some flowers over to me. He's like, I noticed you were looking at these flowers. I just wanted to give you some. And Aww. I was 23, and I was like, oh, my God, I love it. And then uh, <laughs> I went over to his place. We banged, and I was like, I don't have a bus ticket. And he's like, I'll just get you a bus ticket home. That's not banging that's, for yeah. a bus ticket. That's not? No. Oh. That's not what that you is. You had sex because you wanted to have sex, and yeah, then you mentioned then, that you wanted a bus ticket and then he threw you a, a bus $3. ticket. $3? That's, yeah. like, that's like dating for dinner. That's yeah. not... Yeah. That's, oh. yeah. that's not even that because you fucked him first with no plans Strings to ask him yeah. for a bus oh. ticket, right? Okay. Yeah. God damn it. I think it. it's prostitution I'm really sorry, but that was before the act. Before the yeah. act. Yeah. Then it's prostitution. Yeah. Yeah. When the negotiation you have to be like, beforehand. I'm going to go back to your apartment right now and I'm going to fuck you, but I need a bus ticket. Right. <laughs> that Then then we're... Then it's Words the wise. Get that bus ticket. Mary, really? I hate that I can't see you right now. I can only see the top of you. His dad died <sighs> one day. I'll just bounce up and down. Okay, yeah, Wait, just you, up you stayed down. in touch? Oh, yeah. Oh, we, because I was like, had a little bit of a thing with him. We did touch. We did stay in touch. <laughs> there was this one is, day. He sounds like a gentleman. Yeah, this is definitely yeah. not sex work. <laughs> Wait, he is. I've never had a boyfriend <laughs> get me flowers. This guy's not talking about it. I had a boyfriend who, like, helped me move once, and so that's, like, totally the same as prostitution. It was, like, it was, like, Unpaid labor, oh and then I oh fucked him, God. and it was fun. Unpaid labor. <laughs> His dad died, and instead of going to the funeral, he just fucked me more. You know so That's much great. about this guy. Yeah. He is not your client. Uh, you don't know what customer service is, Amber, <laughs> at all. <laughs> I mean, you do know what customer service is because you let him sad fuck you when he was going through grief. Sad but. fuck. I did sleep with Public a knife service. by me, just in case he like flipped out. Did you? Yeah, I did, I did, I did. Why would he flip out? I don't know, because his dad died, and he was like, I just want to fuck you. 
And then I was like, okay, I'll just like I had like it was a butter knife, so what could I have done with it? <laughs> I feel like you <laughs> We have good intuitions about that kind of shit, so I feel like you did that because you knew that there was something shifty about yeah, him. Yeah, he was a weird dude. He was selling cat pens at Pike Place. Did he you gave, miss the opening? Yeah, no, he gave her. Flowers. Okay, I don't know how to explain this to you, but that is. What a yeah, friend. I know, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stay with you forever until you make me go away. Uh, uh, oh my God. No, like selling cat pen, uh, pens in Seattle, like you're going to have to do better than that. Like that's everybody in Seattle. Like that oh, really? Is, at Pike Place Market, are you kidding? Yeah, they're just all a bunch of like dirty hippies that's selling. What I'm saying is a dirty, a dirty hippie. Un, but, but it's Seattle. All I'm saying yeah. to you is like, that's not notable now. A friend of mine accidentally... If you're not selling cat pens, people are like, are you okay? Yeah. Like, that's you know, like being like a, a freelance artist in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. yeah a friend like, of mine of accidentally slept with a homeless man that way. Nice. I, I went on a date with a homeless guy in Santa Cruz on accident. He this, bought me a taco. We made out. This Ooh. was down south, but he stayed at her place for the weekend. And when he, really when, he, when he left, he wrote her a note, but he took all her bread. What? Because he was homeless. Bread. He took a That's loaf of bread. He I thought wait. you meant her. I couldn't decide if you meant like money bread or if no, you meant no, no, bread like, bread. Like, like like he took yeah. a bread. big thing of bread. Yeah, and a thing of peanut butter. I mean, good for him. Yeah. Bread spoils pretty quickly, and yeah. I always have to throw some of it out. So yeah. yeah. That's not, no harm, no foul. That's like helping yourself to a bagel. After That's how great that we are as women is that we can even put ourselves in the shoes of a homeless guy and feel bad uh. for him. Like, <laughs> it's, I'm so fucking tired of living this life where we are just the caregivers to everybody else. Well, like, Maria, is anyone else? What I yeah. wanted to talk to your episode about is you had, my emotional labor. It's made me hyper aware of it. Yeah. 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 Maria <laughs> had a guy be really weird to her yesterday. He was like screaming and he like demanded oh, to get you a slice that, of pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they grabbed your titty, your yeah, boobs, your other breasts. other guy grabbed my breasts. Okay. So this is what happened um, on your birthday. I didn't realize that happy birthday. This, that, that's what sparked you having me come on. I thought it was because I was talented, but ah! <laughs> uh, but uh, birthday booking. So I went out uh, for my thirtieth birthday last night, and what's up, Caitlin? And I just high fived. It was great. It's well executed. And um, I have been, by the way, drinking for three days in a row. Great. I do not go on benders. It's not a thing that my body is capable of. Like I feel absolutely worn down. I had a very intimate conversation with an MTA guy checking tickets on one of the express buses on the way here uh, where he was I was like, my body's old. I have two day hangovers every time. And he was like, your body's banging. I was like, sir, you're at work. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So your body is banging, though. Thank you. It's different, but it's from so a woman. much better hearing it from my friend, who right. is also my compatriot in this bullshit art yeah. form that we partake in. Bullshit. What's wrong with a compliment? But if I, you no, can't say one thing in one uh, context. Totally. You got to say it in all the contexts, yeah. all the time. Yeah, totally. But at the same time, I also liked the interaction with this guy, and he wasn't being creepy. That wasn't the general vibe I got. Yeah. So I let him have it, and I just said, "You're at work," you know, and, and teased him. And he it was probably fine. laughed. Yeah, yeah. Fine. No, it was great. It was a, yeah. It was a net positive. Conversation. Yeah, there's a difference between that and also being a woman at the end of it still. But <laughs> what were you gonna say? Well, yeah, there's a total difference because there's a difference between someone being an ass to you. I mean, the guys the in my bodega was, flirt with me, oh but God. they you can tell it comes from a relatively nice place. So it's kind of like, yeah, let's just. It's more, it's more tiring than anything. It's like if I, the the comparison I always try to give about dealing with men, whether it be catcalling or just having to interact with them and then bring up their sexual interest in you. Oh, I wanted to know if you wanted to fuck me, guy selling sneakers on the street. Right. <laughs> I had been wondering, is not just so much that like you're constantly being targeted for your gender, obviously it's that, but it's like, if you're a dude and you can't conceptualize that, like imagine that the cell phone kiosk guys are allowed to leave the kiosk and they're just <laughs> following you everywhere. They're just everywhere, you know? And then also they're big enough that if they wanted to hit you or fuck you, they get away with it. Like, 
like and yeah. not great. I think like for me the big difference is like sometimes I sometimes a little bit of like stranger flirting sparks my day. I like mean, the, if they're good looking, they get away with everything. Some guy touched my ass at the bar last night. I danced with him. I don't even mean I don't even mean good looking guys. I just mean like, even like old man flirting of like sure. just a little oh, like yeah. eh, nah, nah. I think the difference is being heard because even old men that like work at the bodega in my neighborhood that I flirt with mm-hmm. eight times out of ten, yeah. those two times out of ten when I haven't had my coffee and I'm hungover and I have food poisoning and I don't want to fucking play, yeah. they can see that I don't want to play. Yeah, and I feel like there's this percentage on. of dudes where I give a I don't want to play signal and they, and they don't going. understand. And it's almost like mm. I'm almost more mad at the ones that can tell when you don't do and don't want to play because it's like you kind of get it, but you're still doing this to me. Yeah, yeah. because you don't think that my preferences matter here. Yeah. But you're not fucking paying me. So that's all that matters. <sighs> you should just say that out loud every time. Be like, give me $5 and we can do this for 16 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to my birthday party last night. I was wearing an Amazing onesie. I was. Who was it? The orange on one. The third. No. Oh, I have. Girl, I have new ones. Uh, you okay. got oh. yeah, It's a new spring summer season. You got to yeah. bring it back up. Uh, so I went to Forever Hoochie and I got like a couple twelve dollar one pieces. Titties on fleek. It was great. I was so happy. Yeah. And I'm I'm not fully happy. I will say this. There's a there's a layer of sadness within all of this because I'm maybe breaking up with this guy that I really like a lot tomorrow. Mm. Sorry. It's fine. It's fucking fine. That's like the worst thing about being an adult is you realize that everything's just going to be fine. You're yeah. Like, oh, fine. Like nothing matters at all. Yeah. You know. We're, all... Just, we're just all these. Like who created us? We're just all running around like making other people's lives miserable with our feelings like how did why is it better to be a human than it is to be a houseplant like I'm I don't agree anyway no one's arguing with me but so we go to the party and it was super fun I had a great time lots of dancing you know which is one of my top five favorite things in the world it feels good it's wonderful exercise absolutely Mm -hmm. like you get like physicality out like like tribal ritual like it connects to this old ancient thing yeah Yeah. just like cootie flapping yeah yeah yeah, totally (laughs) shake it out girl you know and you know I just love to I love a twerk you know and so many good friends came out and it was just such a fun time and then I left and I was drunk and we took a cab and my friends dropped me off at the corner so I could get a couple of slices before I went home and I go to walk into this pizza place and I go to this pizza place like I don't know occasionally but it's a couple blocks Mm -hmm. from my apartment and this dude literally like steps in front of me won't let me pass and I'm really drunk when this happens by the way so I love my account of it happening because it's probably completely off but <laughs> nobody's yeah. ever remembered anything completely correctly sure so fuck it like whatever I'm gonna I'm gonna live Stop my fantasy apologizing for yeah. your story there's, there's no way not to I'm so hungover um, <laughs> everything is broken and we'll never fix it <laughs> okay so he blocks my way and I'm like, get out of my fucking way. And then he's, I don't even remember what he said to me, but it was of the, um, the, the cliff notes of it were, no, I'm going to keep blocking your way. You're going to talk to me. I like what you're wearing. I want to fuck you. That basically that sure. I'm mm, going to buy yeah. you pizza, which mm-hmm. is like, <laughs> oh, what a prince. Oh, well, thank you so much. <laughs> now that's know? prostitution because you get the pizza before yeah. and then you yeah. fuck. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, you're, now yeah. you're, you're, you're a quick study. There, there we go. There yes, we go. but I think it was more of a concubine situation. I think that he was going to buy me pizza. He was going to fuck me and then he was going to never go away, but I had to do whatever he said and we were going to get lots of arguments on the street eventually. You're so lucky someone we'd, picked you. <laughs> I want to rip out his heart and take a shit in it. Oh yeah. my God, yes. 
yeah, someday we're going to look back on this night and tell our kids about our love origin story, yeah. you know, where you degraded it's me at 3 so a.m. And, <sighs> in the street. You what know, I liked about your mama, she thought I was going to take her first seven notes. God. Oh, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. The thing is, son, is you can't just get the pizza. You also have to get the garlic knots, and that's how you get a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you get her. True, true. I never get the garlic knots, though. I think about how it's bred so much, and I just can't do it without cheese. They're so good. They're so good. Look so, at that garlic on it. So I just, awesome. but I just, you know what, you know what I could have done, but it's not Maria and it's why I didn't do it, is I didn't have that happen and then go, fuck it, I'm going to go home instead, I'm going to skip the calories, I'm going to skip the argument that I'm definitely going to get in with this guy if we keep going further than it already is. And I immediately went to a place, I was like, he's like, let me buy you pizza, I'm going to buy it, you know, and I was like, I could buy my own fucking pizza, I probably make more money than you. Because if you are stopping drunk women at a dollar pizza, I don't think you make a lot of money. That's not really on my list. And also, I will say this, because I live in Bed-Stuy, I do believe that uh, when men are of a certain class that they degrade you in different ways. They all have their different tools of how to make you feel shitty. And I would not describe someone who makes a lot of money as being someone who stands in the door of dollar pizza places at 3 a.m. No, they stand jackets. in the door of their apartment. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they have their, their doorman. Private, yeah, like they have their gentleman. doorman be their lookout guy while they ruin your fucking life, murder you, bury your body. <laughs> anyway, so... So I'm like yelling, I'm like, he's like, you don't know if you make more money than me, you don't make more money, I make so much money, I was like, shut the fuck up and get out of my way, I'm just screaming at him, like I get in there, I scream at him while I patiently wait for my turn in line, (laughs) I'm screaming at him, when I get up to the counter, I'm like, tell him to stop fucking talking to me, like, you know, talking to the employees, and they're like, sir, stop talking to her, like, they're all trying real hard, it's me, one white woman, and 20 black guys, (laughs) they are all laughing their asses off at this whole thing, they're just laughing at him, I'm just laying into him, I'm so angry. I'm like, shut the fuck up. He's like, we don't have white pizza. I was like, okay, I'll take cheese. Shut the fuck up. Just like going off, going off, going off, going off. You're being super cooperative. You're doing your job yeah. as a customer. And a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then, and I'm imagining they, you being totally super nice and polite to them the whole time. I and then was. Just, you fucking pizza garbage. Yeah, I'm like, not a cunt. This guy's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there was this great guy over here who was doing peanut gallery. And he's like, oh, she got you. Like, just like, it's so funny. So I'm just chewing this guy out, telling him what a piece of shit he is. And then suddenly I have this woke moment and I'm like, and I realize I'm a white woman. There's just 20 black guys that are generally supporting me with this like one shit bag or whatever that's going on. And I was like, and I'm yelling at the shit bag and I'm like, you are, you know, putting upon me, you're putting upon me with your, I'm sorry, no, not to scream. You're putting upon me like with your misogyny, blah, 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 Women and black people need to stick together so that we can both rise, Whoa. you know, into a place of equality. <laughs> uh oh. But here's the thing is like, uh oh. They didn't, they didn't like, they didn't seem not supportive of what I said. Like, I didn't get a negative reaction. I think they're just a little disappointed because they're having so much fun watching me scream at him. And then I yeah. took it to a really less fun, real place. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> like, now we have to think about things. It's 3 a.m., bitch. Shut up. You didn't say the N-word, did you, though? Oh, my God. (laughs) Never. Hilarious. (laughs) No, but I did. I was like, women and black people have to stick together. All minorities. Did you do that pause right before you said black people where you had to decide? No, I think I might have said black people and women. I think I opened with black people and women because it was a black guy doing a thing to a woman. You know what I mean? And it is true. We do. I I mean, we do. We all have to stick together and support each other's problems. Like, that's the only way that any of them get solved. You can't only worry about your own group. And we also have to stick together and do it because like there's black women and no one gives a fuck about them you know what i mean yeah yeah and it's and so those you it all it's 
intersectionality, my God. Anyway. So, <laughs> you got a lot going on in your yeah, heart right sorry. now. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> anyway, so that happens. And then, and then I'm, but I'm feeling really victorious because I've like chewed this guy out. Everyone's like with me. Like it was great. And then I get my pizza and it's time to go. And I'm still super pissed, but I feel good about it. And as I go to walk, like slide by this guy, he just like kind of grabs and pulls like the top of my like chest area shirt up and, you know, like obviously touches my boob in the process. And I was like, like you would a child. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, don't, f- are you fucking touching me? Like, yeah. You know, just scream at him. But then I just keep going. Cause I, I don't have, t- I don't have time to mix it up again. I got to eat this pizza. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. come on. But it just, it blew my mind. Cause I knew he, like I could tell that he was trying to do that. And it's like, number one, if I want my tits to fucking be out, they're gonna fucking be out. They're great. Fuck you. Also, it's legal no, to be topless in New York. Yeah. yeah. Woman. Like, right. Well, yeah, but I don't know that this guy is reading a lot of law. No, I but, know, but I mean, it just seems so because I've seen plenty of topless women around. Yeah, I mean, the what? and also it's New York City. Really? Plenty of people are just wearing. Yeah, yeah I've seen them. Topless? Mostly in yeah, Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, that's fucking crazy. You don't know about the free really? the nipple campaign? I mean, I know women. I, I've heard about the campaign. Like in the parks, you can see lots of topless. That's women. fucking crazy. I mean, yeah. I'm glad the women can go na- like naked yeah. if they want, but um, they should be able to. I'm just Men saying, can be topless. Why can't women be topless? But also, it like so it's, it's, but it's summertime. The, the idea anymore. of a woman like showing off her body is not like a novel idea. This isn't Arkansas. Yeah, but I think it's a respectability thing. I, I, my guess is that it has to do with some kind of like religious feeling that this guy maybe had that he was like oh you look slutty let me fix this for you let me do you a favor and you're like oh my god thank you so much can you be my dad now yeah (laughs) my dad's really far away and i miss him thank you for girding me yeah (laughs) so i even texted uh my friend langston kerman is a comic but he's our friend Mm -hmm. and um i mean he's my friend i don't know if you guys have feel in no but i texted him because he lives in my neighborhood and i was like you know if you'd been in my birthday party because we always dance at my parties and i was like if you'd been my dance partner this year and and you weren't in la nailing it he's in austin though for moon tower but anyway i was like you could have escorted me there so i didn't get assaulted this is your fault like (laughs) anyway but yeah so i just put it in uh, the patriarchy's hands i know yeah 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 it's the half jewish half black comedian's (laughs) fault who's like doing a comedy (laughs) festival like trying to educate youth in his free time okay um have you ladies anyway oh you're finished have you ladies because we're doing lust have y'all ever uh lusted over somebody what are some things some stupid things you've done for lust i remember one time yeah sorry no go ahead oh one time i just straight up open mouth looked at this boy which is like oh my god i think i said that when he's like hi my name's i forget his name mike or something i was like oh my god i said that when i I shook his hand and he's like how old were you i was like 23 24 i just got to new york adult Ooh, he was sexy as Mm -hmm. fuck Oh my God, my pussy got wet looking at that man. Oh, I was just like, I'm just oh. imagining like <laughs> you're just like that. Like, just, just like such a good looking woman, and I think that you're yeah. pretty unaware of it, which is like very charming. Mm. Um, and you know, Thank a you. relief for those of us who are not. <laughs> what? What? You're gorgeous. No, no, no. I really, I, I didn't mean that as a fishing thing. I was just well, all so beautiful, so, so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in this room deserves a modeling contract. Uh, but I agree. Uh, I think it could be charming. Some free Because you are a good looking woman. But I can picture you, are, you just being like, oh, no. him being like, oh. Yeah, you doing like the Tex Avery like wolf whistle to a guy is like him being like, am I awake right now or is this a fantasy? <laughs> like, what's happening? <laughs> what were you about to say, Gabe? For lust, I have uh, walked in the rain for two miles in Charleston and presented myself on some di- dude's porch uh, after he wouldn't return my text messages because Spread he made legs me come or... so hard the night before. We did fuck. 
fuck. We definitely Whoa. did fuck. He covered me in towels, uh, and it was fantastic. Whoa. Wait, um, he covered you in towels, and then he fucked you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does that mean? Because uh, I was soaking wet, standing on his porch. In the rain. Like, oh. like in a country song. I thought oh, you meant the you. night before when you came so hard that he covered you in towels. <laughs> no, and no, no, like, no, This is going to be a big one. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I stayed in an abusive relationship for, for lust, 100%. Perfect. And uh, and I... I've, what kind of abusive? Can I uh, ask that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like choke. Of course I can ask that. You're Caitlin. Verbally. You were choked? Choked, mm. thrown up against a wall. Is this somebody um, I know? Held on a sidewalk uh, I until f- I made a po- until I was made to apologize. <sighs> Any bruised, like, my clavicle, I think. Oh, my God. That, yeah. I just, there's, the thing that I hate the most about hearing about abusive relationships is, you know, that nobody wants me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, is so that, fantastic. Is like the, is, is just the, uh, the guilt that the victim has to feel about the fact that they stuck around for it and that yeah. people yeah but I've never you, been so wet so really, like you know, I know right totally. <laughs> it's but always those people assholes. ask you passive aggressive questions about it to sort of be like well it is kind of your fault and it's like no yeah, die yeah. no yeah, yeah it's always the assholes with the biggest dicks I mean the guys that made me come the quickest have been like the biggest the pieces of shit pieces of shit why do they have to work on their personality their dick is huge right so the, the, the guys they're lazier in bed though if their dicks are too big I don't like that either mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah no I don't like that and also it's like it if it, with a super big dick like i gotta be wet for real like i was making out with this dude and he thought things were going better you than they were astro glide <laughs> well i like i would like i think that we i think porn culture and the way that we think about male and female sexuality is that we've denied and repressed feminine sexuality for so fucking long we can't even recognize it when yeah, we see exhausting. it anymore <laughs> right so like this guy went to fuck me and i was like is that what you think wet feels like i thought you were an adult like give it another eight minutes fucking weirdo like it's he just wanted to fuck you i'm kind of on his side <laughs> <laughs> did he fuck you on the rain in the rain on the porch or did he um you no he brought me inside and i was soaking wet and my he glasses stayed were inside she up. stayed outside and he fucked her through the cat door <laughs> Oh my god, can we talk about orgasms or is that not on Please, lust. Yeah, lust. Okay, so I ha- I feel a lot of insecurity around coming because it takes me a little while and I can come on a lot of different areas of my clitoris. Mm-hmm. Like it's not always in the same place yeah. and it's different with tongue than with fingers yeah. and when with vibrator, like yeah. et cetera. But I am hearing more and more about these women that are having G-spot orgasms and vaginal orgasms and I'm like ready to take a fucking clinic because I, like even though I can clitorally come I've been doing it since I was 12 I'm I'm good I got it There's I just n- feel totally insecure about it I am I struggle with orgasms like just generally across the board so I've done a lot of research because I've made it like I really want to I want to get a hold of my own orgasm before I turn 30 that's like my my you have project to look at this vaginal kung fu thing that I looked at Kim I'm, Anami is okay. her name mm. she like does vaginal weightlifting and she talks ah. about like the cervical orgasm versus the G-spot yeah, yeah, orgasm yeah. Blah, 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 but I think that a lot of G-spot stuff we like the the clitoris is the size of a human hand and it like spreads all throughout the the vagina and the G-spot is actually a part of the clitoris that like right. makes itself visible and if like I can feel it like I know where yeah. it is I just don't know how to get myself there when I like fool around with have it have you used uh, Benoit balls at all a what Ooh, Benoit that? balls are like uh, little balls and they've got it's like an exterior and then the interior has a heavy metal ball and you can switch between white weights and there's usually two okay and people use that for kegel training because uh-huh. you put it in and okay. as they shift it uh-huh. subtly shifts uh, trains your uh, kegel muscles muscles hmm. and um it's recommended to women over 40 because a lot of women will like 
like pee when they Are laugh you and stuff. Me old Mary? But no, but additionally, uh, there's studies that show dirty. that in because it exercises the kegels, it makes it easier for you to achieve vaginal orgasm. Ooh, that's really interesting. interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, number one, I'm gonna buy that online as soon as yeah. this podcast is yes. over. You yeah. know what number- the craziest thing is? I was just thinking about the other day because a show upstairs I was tucking, which had all male comics on it, and they had a section where they had this guy on there like showing a bunch of like uh, sex toy product. It was like a midnight show. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And they were talking about it, and a lot of them were like silly ones, yeah. like one that looks like a vampire's, like a flashlight that looks like a vampire's mouth, like so, silly stuff. But then they had th- those, and the guy explained what they were for, and they're like, "Why would a woman ever want to do that? That's so stupid." And I was like, it, "How can you not understand the pro- idea of a human being wanting a stronger orgasm? Are you stupid? That's Just it, all yeah, these that's, fucking oh dude comments. It doesn't make my dick idea. harder. Yeah, but that's, no, that doesn't count. Yeah, that's well, the thing is, it's not for men. But and they the also idea don't of, understand that. Have you ever have you ever read about how like men's orgasm like it's almost the same every time? Which recently with this guy that I really like a lot, there is and it's not that, but the comparability of difference from variance of what an orgasm can be like for a woman versus a man, it's like they've they have like I'm graphs sure of that the that spread is wider, and also I think that like masturbation versus absolutely like sex, like there's well something- yeah because like you know when a guy puts your uh, dick in your raw dog and like the chemical mixture of mm-hmm. him and you and you're like I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Yes, this is like, yeah. and you're yes, like I know exactly oh what holy you're shit, about. my pussy is addicted to your dick. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Is, it is a dependency. Well, the thing yeah. with internal orgasms is you've got to like completely clear your mind. Right. You can't have a single thing on it. Many times I've almost come, but then I was like, oh fuck, I got to do laundry. And then I like, <laughs> I can't, you know. And I've had, so I've had a couple of vaginal orgasms, but they're, you know, unplanned. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like a pregnancy, except you never want it to go uh, away. <laughs> like, you should try it. Yeah, so I'm, gonna, I'm really because I have this. a pair and it definitely helped with that. Oh my god! Yeah, I have a large set vagina. Would it work for that? I'm, I would tie it yeah, because the whole idea what is does that a large you're set supposed vagina to, mean it's just like wide. I don't like the look of my vagina. It's got a lot of folds. It looks like a bologna sandwich in the sun. Yeah. Listen, why would we like the way that our vaginas look? Like, if you think about what sex is and how we put these two disgusting... Like, they call it bumping uglies for a reason. It's just disgusting. It's yeah. like, just it feels so good that I'm okay with you sticking that horrible thing inside of me. Like, yeah, just yeah, go yeah. do it. Stick. But that's also why this guy's amazing. Because he, he Anyway, well, but this is what's confusing, though, is I can give other women G-spot orgasms. I've made a woman squirt. Like, uh, I can... Uh, and she hadn't squirt in a year when I did it. She'd gotten an IUD, and then she couldn't do it anymore. And then I did to her... Thank you very much. And I did it to her two times. That's fantastic. Yeah, so it's it's very vexing. But it's the same thing, like, you know, at a fashion show, how the designer will come out, and they're just dressed like shit, because they're <laughs> just, like all they do is make their creations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so easy to, like, clean someone else's apartment. But you don't want to clean your own fucking apartment. That's what I always said about you. You're the Vera Wang of vaginas. (laughs) (laughs) Did she squirt on your face or in your hand? The first time she squirted on my face because she didn't give me any fucking notice. And I was like, you could have told me you were squirting. She's like, I'm sorry. I haven't squirted in a year. So I didn't know it was coming Mm. until it was like too too good to talk about it. Damn. That's how I water my plants. And that was during a threesome. So that's super fun. That is that your plants are probably in a window box because <laughs> you live in New York. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so, it, yeah. So I just really want it for me. And I also want men to be able to do that because I get off on them. Because this guy, like, for example, this guy doesn't like to just fuck me. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I don't come, he is upset about it. He's thinking about it. He's texting me about it after. Like, And that. it's like, I get it. Let's get married. Like, you're great. Yeah. Okay? But... Yeah, why are you breaking up with this guy? What's the... What's because the he just dumped another chick that he was secret dating for like a year and a half. Mm. 
and because they work together and and he was being really selfish and being in a non-exclusive thing with her when she won an exclusive thing but never actually said out loud but he knew that's what she wanted Mm -hmm. and um and so he kept he said he knew from when they first started that it was not gonna you know pan out but anyway so he finally dumped her because he got into me and and you know how like even if you're not necessarily leaving someone for somebody else it's so much easier to figure out that you want to leave a relationship yes. finally yeah, when yeah, there's yeah. somebody to go hey this reminded me that there's other things in the world yeah. and that I should move on well, there's a whole part of my brain that hasn't lit up in a year yeah yeah, yeah. So, so you got back at him you did the thing to him that he did to somebody else right you broke up with him he broke up with somebody oh, I else I love that that's how you see it I wish that that's how I saw it. so but basically what happened is is he's just still sad about her and we're really good communicators and I feel very insecure about it because I'm totally falling in love with this guy and it's horrible and I just like hate feeling feelings yeah. and I just want them to all go away and just like die and just bury the ashes of them and never think about them again anyway but Drugs. he's so good in bed and he's a really good communicator and we have so much fun and I hate it and I just wish he would die and that would make it so much easier. I could just mourn him. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And you look great in black, so. You do. Thank you. Yeah. I think I look dead in black, but I appreciate it. No, I think look, we just should murder this with guy. With your lips and your fits. <laughs> Good. You stop it. So I will have stunning. sex with all of you right now. Who wants a G-spot orgasm? I have no question. But anyway, so I don't, um, he needs to get over this chick. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so he is like super into me, but then also can't be there all the way emotionally because he's like. Yeah, get him out of your life. Cut him out. Go fuck. Go join escort service with Caitlin. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to. I don't like fucking ugly guys. I oh, get it. Yeah, you got to fuck a that's lot of thing. skanks. Yeah. That's the thing that I realized about about sex work is, and I, I think you even wrote like a blog post about it once, about how like my fantasy land prostitution idea of what it would be like when I was like a teenager and I would just think about what, about how cool it would be. You just get all these guys want to fuck you and it's awesome is uh, they are not Richard Gere. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's the kind of guys that can't fuck a regular woman. And No, and I don't actually mean that I don't like sleeping with... I just I just do not... I just... That's not how my brain works. My brain is like, I no, want it, a thing or adds, I don't want a thing. Yeah, it changes yeah. the... Like, on the metrics of you deciding who you want to have sex with and who you don't want to have sex with, mm. when you add money to it, it rearranges all of the other yeah. variables. Interesting. Well, I've thought about it too. Like I've thought about um, the the sex work that I'm interested in if we're going to have this discussion. I know. But let's just talk until tomorrow, you guys. Yay. Never stop. <laughs> Is um, I've thought about uh, selling my panties on Craigslist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so here's the note that I was going to put with it. I was what I I cut all my hair off last year, which you guys obviously know cuz mm-hmm. you're looking at it, but since it's a podcast. And um what if I was lying? <laughs> what a weird inside joke. I cut all my hair off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is, is that I was going to sell locks of my hair with like a little story and, and like a pair of panties that I wore that day. Sure. But I was going to, but I, I was going to put a story with each of it. So I write a note about what I did that day. Like the way that dog walkers mm-hmm. are sometimes have to like talk about what, like how the dog was that day because mm-hmm. the rich people pay so much money that they want to hear about their dog's fucking day or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yes. Like, but to do that. And I think that would be a lot more like, Sexually charged than just the panties for yeah. dudes that are willing to pay seventy five yeah. bucks for your underwear. It always, would you make up a story like, um, like? I think I would just. I think I would tell them what I had actually done that day and just put it in detail so that it was like it was sexually like, charged. Yeah, yeah so yeah, it was yeah. like valuably like personal that mm. they're like really hearing about what happened in my day. That's yeah. a better sexual experience, honestly. Yeah. When you connect with somebody emotionally yeah, before when, you start fucking them, that's yeah. way better. Like I, I had this guy that I am sleeping with. Um, fuck this other chick that we were thinking about having a threesome with and then I had me tell him about 
fucking her while he fucked me the next mm-hmm. time we had sex and the details were just like so good and he's like I can't believe you want to hear this I don't even want to think about you like with it because we have an open thing yeah, and I was yeah, like because yeah. cause he'd been like do you want to watch me fuck another girl and I was like yeah totally and I was like do you want to watch me get fucked by a guy and he's like never in a thousand years never in a thousand years murder him <laughs> he's like I would die oh my god he's like I can't no one is allowed to have you but me that's how my brain works when Whoa. I bring guys to sex parties the rule is is that if you can keep an erection we don't have to talk about your feelings holy shit now what yeah. goes down at a sex party just everybody's naked and just been to a sex party. rolling around am i allowed to go to a sex party but only participate if i want to participate yeah absolutely really can I go yeah that's like can, amber, can amber and i go with you to a sex yeah, party yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Go to a sex you want to go to a sex yeah, party yeah i felt i felt left out you were like yeah yeah yeah, yeah mary, like, mary do you want to come yeah, to a sex really party? i'm worried about it. me you guys show up or I don't would, show up i'm going i wouldn't participate but i'd be interested i would maybe participate but it would just depend on what it is yeah so it's um yeah the hyper consent culture absolutely it's um it's a nice place but so it's it's a regular party for the first like two or three hours like yeah. everyone's clothed and everyone's like getting to know each other and then boring the sex, like starts <laughs> yeah and, and it's and it catches mm. like so like wildfire like wild and it spreads through the party and <laughs> fuck, then people fuck, get fuck, naked fuck, fuck. and people come on to you and you say yes or no or whatever or things different happens like you know there's a lot of lot of voyeurism and Do a lot of exhibitionism there realize shit. that you can make your money just being a tour guide for these sex parties that you could be the like the proctor of bringing yeah. people in. How much do you want to pay me? To I'm take not you to paying this? you a fucking <laughs> dime, you bitch. Looks like I can't make my money doing this. Do you, you think it's easier to bring no. women into I'll, I'll that environment than men? Um, I think that it that the, the yeah, everyone wants yeah everyone wants yeah. women. That's women women are a premium, absolutely. Well, also I feel like women would be able to keep it a little more together in terms of like behaving. Like it's sort of it's sort of like apologize. Like in the part where you have to actually talk to people, I feel like even the least like because women have to talk to everybody. My God, all day. But with men, it's weird. So, like, women, we want, they want women there, but it's easier for women to go because, like, the performance anxiety for men and, like, trying to keep an erection in front of people, and that's, like, not how we fuck. Yeah, that's something I feel really compassionate about for men, that they have to deal with having erections. You know what I mean? Because, like, we can just... Yeah, yeah, we can. Ju- you can just put you know six sticks in a row in me, and uh-huh. I- I'm always going to be able to have sex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. it's time to wrap it. We've been here a little over an hour. Well, we've had a wonderful issue of the brighter side today with the la 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 la's. Uh, Caitlin, where can they, where, where can people find you? Well, the thing I'm most excited about is my one woman show, Contagious. So mm-hmm. check it out for New York City Fringe and United Solo. Contagious. Contagious. Yeah. Um, and then you can see me the second Saturday of every month at New York Comedy Club. Uh, yeah, with the the show I'm Fine probably, but um, just go to my and follow me on Twitter, Caitlin Bailey. That's my Please follow me on Twitter. I'm really, I'm funny on Twitter. That's great. Yeah. And I Maria Heinick, where can we find you? Thank you. Um, I am on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Maria Heinig, M-A-R-I-A-H-E-I-N-E-G-G. Uh, I have a podcast as well. It's called The Worst Thing with Maria Heinig, where people come on and talk about the worst things that they've ever done or said or experienced or gone through. It's sort of a comedy podcast, sort of not. People cry on it. It's really amazing. And mm-hmm. like... Oh my God, so good. I'm so excited. I'm about to put out an episode with comedian Dan Wilburn. He talks about having an eating disorder and then dating a girl in high school who lied about having cancer and really she had an eating disorder and that's where she was disappearing to not to cancer treatments. It's like Jesus. so fucking good. That's fucking And then wild. at the end of it, he's wearing this Winnie the Pooh costume at a Barnes and Noble and her family that now hates him because of how he chewed her out when he found out the truth afterward. Uh, they make him hold her sister's baby in a picture because they don't know that he's the one in the Winnie Pooh <laughs> the costume. Oh my God, so good. That's anyway. insane. Um, when is this coming out and I can tell you? Probably the 5th. 
Th- oh, Cinco de Mayo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. KBN. Felicidades. Nice. Um, I, yeah, I can't think of any shows that I have in May, so I'm probably going to quit comedy tomorrow. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I'm going to quit any minute. And Mary? You, uh, oh, well, check I'm, you out. I'm a producer at Cave Comedy Radio. You can see more of our excellent uh, podcasts at Cave Comedy Radio on Twitter, cavecomedyradio.com online. That sounds yeah. fantastic. I'm Amber Nelson. Go find me at Amber Smelson. And I got to go poo-poo. So you ladies Bye. are wonderful. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. All right, man. So we are talking about that dirty, dirty, dirty lust. Mm. Mm, yes, yes. Let me see. Let me smell inside you. I like to put my nose in it. I just want to poo. I want to get gross in there. I'd like to put my nose all in it. I'm going to blow bubbles with your pussy juice. <laughs> I like it. I like it when sometimes when it just squirts and I gargle it a little bit. Ew. Get yeah. Cena a snorkel. <laughs> He's going down there for a while. Yeah. What's oh. wrong with that? Gargle it. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's actually probably you can get an infection. What are you talking about? By gargling uh, pussy juice? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can get an infection. Yeah, yeah. Guys, go ahead and say you can get Guys, an it makes you stronger. Yeah. It's a good source of vitamin C, D, and E. I don't think that's true. Oh, I'm a lawyer, trust me. Uh, <laughs> it, is, it is It is. a great place. I, I know there's protein. I went. I know mm-hmm. a guy that went to Mexico and ate out a strange woman on the beach, and then he got herpes, not herpes, a uh, uh, yeast infection on his face. Well, yeah, that'll yeah. happen. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's going to happen. That will happen. You ever had a yeast infection on your face? No, but you got no. I had a friend who did. Ooh. You gotta vet. You gotta vet the women that you're, you know, beating out and gargling their juice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't just go willy nilly be gargling. I was recently on a trip and uh, people. Uh, the, this other couple was very surprised uh, that my girlfriend and I have sex on average once a day. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm surprised. I mean, I'm surprised. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why is that so surprising? That's, That's a, a lot. lot. Is that a lot? That's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, it's not every day, but on average, if you look over the span of a year, you know, you have you a couple. You fucked 365 times last year? I mean, uh, average. You count? No, but I mean, you figure, you know, once a day, you know, if she's gone out of town for a few days and you come back Ooh. and make up for a lot time. I don't like to it. divulge too much information, but it certainly ain't once a day. No. <laughs> Some people say they get tired, but I just don't know where to put it. It's I just, just don't know where to put it. It just always gets hard. Like, I still get hard like a 14-year-old. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, don't put in a 14-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> it just always goes, gets up. I don't know. That's crazy. I mean, mine always gets up, too, but I'm not, you know, sometimes I just go back to sleep myself. What do you, you just go back to, you like, read a book? What if it's in the, if it's like Read daytime? a book of daytime. <laughs> oh, you, I, you're trying to, you fight it off. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. I just, I just don't know what to do. But I you just, and Cosmo both work from home a lot too. Yeah, so that's that's also, that's also that ups the numbers. Uh, that ups the numbers for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're always like working next to, you know, the place where you have sex, like <laughs> with the person you have sex with, you're gonna have sex more. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Especially if your job is very tedious and analytical, you're gonna want to get that out. I used Fuck to these yeah. numbers out of me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to masturbate in the bathroom at work at my. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One time my boss walked in. Oh, yeah? Like, need female a boss or male boss? Female boss. Female you boss. need a hand with that, honey? <laughs> hey, uh, Amber, uh, you in there? <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, just Were you to... making sound or was it, uh... No, it was all quite deathly quiet. <laughs> yeah. 
It was she was like hiding from the Nazis masturbating. <laughs> <And he> just, <laughs> all you see is just like the slow shake of the stall. Oh man. That's an interesting thought. You know, whenever people hid from Nazis, they had they had got to masturbate. Oh man, you ever see um Enemy at the Gates? It's a great sniper movie, mm. and uh, the one scene there, there's a great sex scene, and then they're surrounded by people that are just hiding in this sewer, and they just love each other, and it's so intense that they're like fuck while everyone else is sleeping, and they do a dead silence. Great sex scene. Oh that yeah, sounds interesting. Enemy at the gates. Check si- it out. Silent sex is very intense. Like yeah. when you're at your like parents' house or something, or you're in close quarters, and you have to just be very. Yeah. yeah, it gets very intense that way. It gets a little intense. You, you, it's you fun. Can't, you can't move too much. You yeah. Can't make noise. One time, my my parents were well. Uh, we were traveling around a bunch and had nowhere to go, and we were in a motel room, and we, like we we were, and then we had twin beds, and then I looked over, and I think my mom was giving my dad a blowjob at like. 3 a.m. or something. That's oh. great. See, what do you do with it at 3 a.m.? You gotta, something's gotta happen. That's something. I mean, yeah. that was bad. That's a bad story. That's I, a tough it's one. It's not really that bad. No, it's not bad. That's each great. Other. Yeah. Okay. They couldn't help themselves. What's worse if it, she never did it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How okay. old were you? I was like uh, seventh grade, sixth grade. Seventh grade. It's you know that kind yeah. of stuff happens. You walk in on your parents having sex. They think you're asleep. They're like, come on, I want you give me a little. What yeah. they, they got to fit it in sometime. Yeah. You know okay. it's got to be really hard. Yeah. That's no, not that better. bad. That's not no. that bad. I don't think that's that bad. I've never bad. told anybody. It's, it's not like, like it's not like not your mom woke you up and was like, Amber, I want to show you how to give a blowjob. <laughs> 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 you know, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she thought, else, they thought you were asleep. They thought I was asleep. And where else did, were they going to do it? Like, yeah, I was always By just the there. soda machine? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. That's totally good. That's great. Yeah, that's that's like a loving relationship. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's sweet, actually, I think. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you shared that. <laughs> yeah, you take it, Mrs. Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason to get married. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, man. Have you ever um, uh, had someone walk in on you? Having sex? Yeah. Uh, when I was younger in high school, I did. My dad walked in on me. He was like, oh, okay, good. And oh. like left, like literally, I think that's what he said. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so because you're not going to get pregnant. Yeah, he has. Yeah, my dad was always happy whenever I brought a lady home. Yeah. He didn't care at all. My parents, I was, my girlfriend was allowed to sleep over when I was in high school. Wow. Yeah, like in high school, it was totally fine. So jealous. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's a lot of sexual freedom your parents gave you. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 that's probably why I didn't go too crazy with it because I was. It was always allowed. Interesting. That's that's the model. I think that's probably why I am crazy with it because it was, <laughs> it was so such repressed at home. Yeah, they were always like, good, go, yeah, have them over. All I had was a, a high-speed internet connection. That was it. Mm. <laughs> I did not have that. See, that was it, yeah. Did the girl's parents know? Yeah, uh, she'd stay with just her dad, and her dad didn't care. He loved me to death. After we broke up, he called me and tried me to get back together with her. Oh. I remember the story. Yeah, so sad. Was it sad? No, no was that, that he had to call. It's yeah. like, you know, he's looking. Who are you going to call? Yeah, you know, he liked you know, he liked me and he realized his daughter was a very selfish person. <laughs> that she was never gonna find a nice don't go and easy going man. Like, what's what's it gonna take for you to get back in this car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh 
Happy about but that. Lust is a part of our lives no matter what we do. And I think it's just a matter of right of like how do we do we try to control it so it doesn't become any other sex addiction. Maybe obviously maybe I have an issue with having sex all the time. Yeah, but it's not no. really an addiction. I mean like more of if it was a sex addiction, you'd be like looking at porno on your phone in the bathroom and jerking off. Yeah. yeah. On yeah. top of having sex once or twice a day. You know, yeah. that's when it gets to a once it you know, once it becomes that bad, that's when it's an addiction. Yeah. yeah, and it's like if you can't have conversations with people because you're just thinking about going and having sex. And yeah, stuff. it sounds like yeah. you just have a healthy relationship with the person that you love. Yeah, I think so. That but you've always great. been a freaky dude. I loving, have. Loving I have. to do freaky stuff. I love it. I've always had you a good time. You used to have orgies in your house. Orgies? Orgies. <laughs> or- orgies. <laughs> orgies. 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 We yeah. had to have, uh, yeah, orgies, yeah, absolutely. Really? How many, how yeah. was the number, top number? I mean, not that many. I mean, I've been to some bigger um, <gasps> events. What's but... the most people you've ever had sex with at the same time, like in the same room? In the same room? Yeah. I haven't had sex with them. Probably like, you know, eight to ten. Eight to ten? Yeah. What the, the same room. nuts. <laughs> that is and then, like, and then uh, the, there would be an apartment sometimes. You would have like other rooms. It would be like themed rooms, no, I guess. No, I have, I've done, yeah. Under I, the sea? It's a squirting room? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, get it under the sea. <laughs> get that lobster out of here. <laughs> uh, that's a crap, I guess. Uh, but, you know, I, we've had smaller get-togethers and stuff like that. That. Wow. Like, my God, like a dinner party? Yeah. Are these like half of them strangers, or do you know <laughs> no, everybody? No, no, I try. It's weird. I've done the screening process. The big one that I did was a, str- a str- uh, stranger thing. That was a while ago. Oh my God. That was weird. It was. I, it's better when you know the people and you have a connection with the people. Yeah. It's, picturing that scene from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they go to an orgy. Oh, yeah. And there's a little buffet. And yeah, they're like, yeah. get, get in on this free food quick. <laughs> so now when you go do this, are you um, are you just having sex with the person you brought there, or are you like throwing it all around? Everyone yeah. has. Do, there's a variety of things you could do. It's very open. Whatever experience yeah. you want to have, you can have. So that's insane. Have you ever like little? You reached over and just got a little did a little, and some dude's ball sack. Just like I, yeah, I, you know, <laughs> grabbed one. It's not you know, I don't have no problem. How's the catering? Uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of uh, non-oily uh, meats. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of like you know veggie things. Potato yeah. salad. Yeah, light foods. Yeah, nobody Nothing wants to eat a cheese steak. Exactly, no. and then you'll get fucked in the ass. No chili cheese fries either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Much to my chagrin. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's just like a thing about me. I've realized now that I'm in my 30s, and mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be like a little sexual like, little maniac. Yeah, you're just always gonna go to these weird joints. I'm probably. Probably always gonna have some weird stuff going swingers on. Swingers clubs. I don't know. But swingers clubs are a little intense. Would I, you be open? Ever, no, I don't think I want to be open either. I like I like um, I like doing things as a team. Okay. Uh, but I don't. I wouldn't want to do like a like date. rowing. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> wouldn't want to date another person. That's like a whole to do. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I love I love my girlfriend. So if That's we weird. ever do anything together. Uh, I want to do it, like, uh, you know, together with her. High five at the end of sex. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier about you you like it with people that you know. I've never done one of those things, orgies. (laughs) But I feel like I would have to go with people I don't know. Wait, the girl who thinks it's pronounced orgies hasn't been (laughs) to one? (laughs) (laughs) I think I'd rather be with people I don't know. Well, I think for me it's... uh, You've got to talk to them again and be like, hi, sorry I slipped my finger in your butthole. 
yeah. it's not so much about I guess it is physical but for me I need like I've always been a sense of humor guy so like mm-hmm. I connect with people on a sense of humor level so if I can't have a conversation where we're both laughing I don't get excited so if it's just like and like really hot women extremely intimidate me and like I get nervous around them and I don't know what to say and I don't I assume that they're not funny is the other thing mm-hmm. so that's so for me to have someone that I know and I could talk to and have a connection with that is what kind of gets me uh, excited and stuff. So mm. I wish I was like some swinging dick, fucking crazy muscle man, and I could just go bang anything. But it just doesn't work. It just literally my penis won't work. You're like mm. a swinging dick monkey. <laughs> yeah, like a joy, a joyful little loving monkey. Yeah, you're like the monkey from uh, Indiana Jones. I'm like Curious George. <laughs> <laughs> Curious George definitely grew up and like. Went to orgies and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can we look up any photos of monkeys holding onto themselves with their dick, like <laughs> from a tree, like yeah. hanging from their penis? Very similar. Oh, ha- hanging from? I don't know. Yeah, hanging. like an arm. It's hanging from its penis. It's very specific yeah. request. You know. That's a long tail Google search there. <laughs> Monkey arm penis. Monkey no, arm? I'm just getting pictures of monkeys, monkeys masturbating. Off, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, what, ah! what happened? So, sorry. Blood. No. Monkey bites. Oh, a lot of monkeys oh, masturbating. Oh, yeah, he's going for it. He's got it. his penis in his mouth. Oh Look at that. Oh, my God. He's tugging at it like Laffy Taffy. All right, all right, fans. Funny monkey pulling on his penis That's in his mouth. That's the Google search. <laughs> funny funny monkey pulling his, his penis. penis with... I don't know. His mouth. With mouth. I'm going to guess mouth. You're going to guess yeah. mouth? Yeah. yeah, it's his mouth. That's a good. He seems a little perturbed that someone's photographing him, by the way. <laughs> so have you ever well, tried you to be? suck yourself off, Cena? Of course. Why not? Like, you haven't? I mean, I guess I did when I was younger, but... I mean, I haven't made a concerted effort into yeah. it. I haven't, like, put some pre-production mm-hmm. planning into it. Have you ever anything. gotten it in? No, no, no. That's I think that's pretty much impossible. That's like a yoga move. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, I think people I think, can do it. Yeah. Some people can. Yeah, yeah. you got you to explore. You the know? guy from Tool. He sucks his own dick. No, yeah. did he get a rib? Isn't that a rumor? When we that's like the, I heard that the same time I heard that Mountain Dew reduces your sperm count. Marcus. That's real, though. Now, the guy from on. Tool suck his own dick? They got a guy to do it. He does do it? No, they got a guy. Oh, they got a guy who does it. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> Thank okay. God. Marcus, Marcus, Mountain Dew, lower your sperm count? I don't know, but I would say probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I thought it did. There's no That's way. Science Corner with well, Marcus Parks. Oh, there's a... <laughs> There's a Vice article about how to suck your own dick. Oh, of course, of course there is. Of course there is. Yeah, but uh, you have to do it in fucking Juarez, Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Step sliders, they're $13, yeah? Step one, be thin. Uh, yeah. Fuck it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Next article. Because you got to bend down. I think it's a yoga move. You know, there's also a yoga move where you can put string in your mouth, swallow it, and then continue for, like... A few days or whatever to see how your bowel movements go, and then it comes out your butthole, and then you can do like a little swoop, you know, with a little string out your mu- mouth and your butt. <laughs> you keep the string hanging out your mouth. Yeah, you keep like it's like a long, <laughs> oh, it's God. a long string, and you basically see how long like it takes to digest something, and it's a way to be at one with your body. But people do it. Look I'm it up. I, I think, <laughs> I'm not looking that no, up. Don't look. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> what am I gonna type into Google? Swallow string, keep in mouth, out butthole. <laughs> yes. You... <laughs> you ever like a. Uh... You know, speaking of lust, you yeah. know, keep trying. It, it, the uh, you ever get around someone so hot that you can't even speak? Yeah, Just yeah. Like, what was the one podcast we had where that that your buddy Mr. Pastrami brought those two girls and I had to share the. She was like tall and Diane. Beautiful. God, 
I, you love Diane. I don't know what happened, but I was like so smitten. I couldn't talk. I the whole show I was just like, you could. I, I'll share a chair with you. You're so nice. <laughs> you smell pretty. <laughs> I remember one time I was working at IAC building, and the there was a, I was riding the elevator, and some girls like, you work in the mail room? I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that happens to girls. Just can't too. even help it. Like just like, just like you're just you're pretty. You're pretty. Yeah. <laughs> we had this group who had a traveling show. I forget where they originally were, but one of their guys came up in the tech booth to like set up the their like stuff for it. He was so handsome. He accidentally unplugged all of our computers and fucked up our whole thing. And usually it would make me furious, but I was like, you know, it happens all the time. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> He's fucked up. Maybe he burned the house down. <laughs> You know, I make mistakes all the time, too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that's happened to you at some point. When I first... Someone putting out many of the fires you started. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So stupid. I'm sure. It's hard. I'm sure I've done it so many times. But I do know that I saw an attractive man one time. I first got to New York, my first job. He looked like Eric Bana. You know, he was one of the... um, owners or one of the bartenders there and I was just like hey I don't know and I stared at him like a creep yeah <laughs> well we come from apes this is what I always say like we came from the apes well, yeah. we're not that far off yeah I mean I am covered in hair yeah. I be like the darker I get the closer I become closer I'm, to an ape I feel like I'm more beluga than ape yeah you could be <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, well, I mean, when are we going to get to the point where we're just like some floating orb of knowledge and not without sex organs and we're just, you know, there's no need that for that. ain't going to happen. Exactly. No. I don't think it's going to happen either. People love to fuck too much. It's great. It's a lot of fun. So if you're not fun. doing it, that you're pissed off you're not doing it. Exactly. And yeah. you get frustrated. You get upset. Things, anything bothers you. It's just so nice when yeah. you just, you know, get in there. You got to have just some fun. You know, if you, but you know, unless, you know, everyone says no, then you, you know, you're punished. Then you get very upset. <laughs> Ugly people must have a horrible life. Nah, no. They get married to each other. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Ugly people still fuck. Yeah, there's somebody for everybody. There is. I fucked ugly people. I swallowed a guy's cum that had chunky cum, like ah! chunky cum. It was like yeah. blue, like a like blue cheese left out in the sun all day. Didn't mm. we find him? Didn't we find who that was? Oh Didn't yeah, do- it was like Michael something, right? No, wait, let's not give his last name out. Michael, <laughs> Michael Stipe. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Didn't you ruin his couch after that? No, it's no, a different, no, guy. No, no, different no. guy. That was the gay guy she dated. That's right. <laughs> And she sliced up his couch. Sliced up his couch. I sliced it on the back, and then I put it against the wall. And then they were like, a month later, they're like, who sliced up the couch? Oh, I was like, a, I don't know. Some crazy person, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, this has been our Lust episode. Big kisses out to all you guys. Big Please. French kisses. Yeah, go get some, man. Light a candle. Put on some, uh, what do people listen to when they have sex? The weekend, uh, yeah, the weekend, <laughs> N.A.R.B., uh, Lil Wayne. Uh, I listen to the Jurassic Park soundtrack. Yeah, go out there, everyone, have some sex, but have safe sex, and don't do, don't go crazy. Yeah, you know, lead with love. Everything's good in moderation. Don't yes. listen to Cena. Yes, I mean, yeah. <laughs> once Every- a day is moderate. Is it? 
I think it is. All right. As long as it's not affecting your life. I right. think it's affecting my life very positively. That's good. You know, and find someone you really connected to. Whether you don't, maybe you know them your whole life. Maybe you just met at the bar and you really connect with each other. Don't be a weirdo. And don't be afraid of the butthole. Yeah, every once in a while, you know, if you're not connected to them, you, you can fuck like one pig a year. Yeah. say. Yeah. One awful person. <laughs> you can, you're, person. You're, I think you're allowed in a couple of I thought you were mistakes. talking about real pigs. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> and if you are going to fuck a pig, make sure it's already dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just, uh, what's that, ple- <laughs> that pig should get some pleasure, too. It's got to get its oink scent. Yeah. And instead of consent, it was oink scent. I get it. <laughs> that was a real stinker. All right, guys, we're taking it out of here with our good friends, the Reformed Whores. They have a new album out called Ladies Don't Spit, songs that leave a good taste in your mouth. And the song that we're playing right now is called Horny. Very appropriate. Thanks for listening to The Brighter Side. We're a cynic's look at optimism. And Cena, we love you. At SJ, at, at Cena John, at Amber Smelson, at Mary J. Bulge, at Eddie Tunes underscore. Be good to yourself. Love yourself. But, uh, you know, don't rape anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves rolling the hay. Throw your hands up if you got laid today. You're lucky cause I feel like I'm gonna explode if I don't find someone to plug my hole. I'm a single girl out there looking for a cowboy who can get me cooking. He can straddle my high like in a radio.
shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. Wonka Golden Ticket Games from the Virginia Lottery are here. The Scratcher gives you the chance to win up to $100,000. The online game gives you the chance to win up to $1 million. For more information, visit VALottery.com. Packages by Expedia. You were made to be rechargeable. We were made to package flights, hotels, and hammocks for less. Expedia. Made to travel. Made to travel. 